0: Welcome to the Madison County Milk House. I'm Samantha Field, the Public Information Officer for Madison County. And today, in this February, Uh, Yes, I think it's February. It has been very spring-like lately. I'm sure we're gonna pay for that in March. Uh, In this February, which is Black History Month. uh, During this time, we honor the triumphs and struggles of African-Americans throughout U.S. history. And many people don't know that Madison County, New York, actually played an important role in the abolition movement in the 1800s. And joining me to talk a little bit more about that today is, of course, Madison County historian, Matt Ertz. Hi, Matt, how are you doing?
1: Good, thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for joining us. I don't know when people are listening to this, but today the sun is shining, and I will take it.
1: Yeah, you can't complain. Like, the last three or four days, it's been wonderful.
0: So if you are listening to this in real time, uh, get outside. Uh, so this month, it's Black Black History Month. We've talked about it before, but, um, you know, you usually highlight... Um, On on your Facebook page, you're highlighting the lives of some Madison County residents for Black History Month. Uh, Tell us a little bit about those people.
1: Yeah, we we try to highlight African Americans that played a role in our history that had ties to Madison County. And we started this year with a guy by the name of Samuel Ringgold Ward. Uh, He was born enslaved in Maryland in 1817. He escaped. Um, goes on to become a congregational minister. And in 1840, he's actually living in the town of Smithfield. Um, we know that he owned property. We have that information at the county clerk's office. Um, but we also know that he was actually working as a minister later in Cortlandville in Cortland County. Um, he is an interesting character uh, because he was a very prominent pre- preacher. He goes on a lecture tour talking about abolition and Uh, He goes on a lecture tour talking about abolition, temperance, and peace societies. Eventually, he ends up in Syracuse in 1851. He helps out uh, William Henry, who's uh, better known as the gentleman who was rescued during the Jerry Rescue. Uh, There's a monument in Syracuse for that. Uh, In Fear, he actually moved to Canada to avoid prosecution. He actually toured the country of Canada uh, speaking as well. And eventually, he publishes a book called Autobiography of a Fugitive Negro, His Anti-Slavery Labors in the United States, Canada, and England. Um, so he was an interesting character, and he lived in Madison County, and, and uh, we we think that's really important to highlight folks like that.
0: And uh, we've talked about this before, but I, you know, people haven't don't know that uh, you know, Peterboro, New York, actually hosted the completion of the first New York Anti-Slavery Society meeting um, in eighteen thirty-five and to me every time i hear that i'm like little madison county like we had a huge part in the um anti-slavery movement um we had a huge part in women's movement too in women's suffrage movement we'll talk about that next month but i just find it so fascinating that we live in such a historically rich area and i guess just as a historian what's your feeling on that
1: So Madison County has a very broad history, and and we highlight the abolition movement because we had one of the wealthiest individuals in the country at that point in time living here, and he was funding it, and that was was Garrett Smith. But there was lots of people involved along the way that uh, took part in the abolition movement that that kind of get um, lesser sung, for Mm -hmm. lack of a better way to put it. Um, But we also had a lot of people who moved here because of our roles in the abolition movement. We had a lot of people visit here, people like... Um, Frederick Douglass, John Brown were coming here to either sit with Garrett Smith and, and try to find a way to get funding, but also to talk about the movement and find ways to move it along. Um, so we have that aspect that's here, and it leads into, like I said, a lot of people moving here uh, and, and living here, even for brief times. One of the people we talk about um, this year, is a guy by the name of Henry Highland Garnett, who was also an enslaved individual in Maryland, he escapes and ends up here, and he quotes one of the more famous lines uh, in a letter to Frederick Douglass stating, there are yet two places where slaveholders cannot come, heaven and Peterborough. And that's such a wonderful line when you think about it. it really is. Yeah, really he, Yeah, he's basically saying there's two places they're not welcome, and it's heaven and Peterborough. It's a wonderful line. And again, you think just what you said, little old Madison County and, and Peterborough, which is a tiny hamlet that you're just as likely to see today uh, an Amish carriage on how much buggy riding as yes. you are to see some people in the green um, so it, it makes for these wonderful stories and we want to make sure we highlight these
0: a couple years ago the abolitionist freedom freedom walk was started uh so this year would be the third year right that they'll be doing it yeah so
1: um we've done it two years the first year we had amazing weather um, we start right in the village of canastota um, and and sam touched on in 1835 um, the new York, the the first meeting of the new york state anti-slavery society was ejected uh, from the presbyterian church in utica new york um, they made their way here some 400 individuals Uh, via walking, via carriage, um, via horse, and then uh, via the canal. Uh, And so what we highlight is there was 103 individuals who got off the boat around 3 a.m. in the morning. Um, A few of the individuals were older. They made arrangements for them to have a carriage ride up to Peterborough. But the rest of them actually walked. A little bit of a different route, but roughly down the Oxbow up to Peterborough, which if you've ever walked that, that's a significant hike. That is a hill. So um, the first two years that we've done this, we have walked from Canastota to the town of Lincoln where their fire department is. Mm -hmm. um, And I believe it's actually the Clockville. um, And we then walk back. uh, And along the way, we highlight different things. Uh, We have a reenactment with some of the quotes um, that people say that people said during that initial event in 1835. We talk about history. And um, last year we actually had Melvin Stith of Syracuse University who spoke about where the phrase Underground Railroad came from. We had a a choir from a church in Syracuse come and sing of students. Um, And then we walk that walk and we sing songs and we kind of tell that history at the top of the hill. We talk about some of the people that um, one of the famous lines is is that a a farmer sees this crowd walking by his farm and uh, yells, what is the matter? Has war been declared? And James Caleb Jackson uh, quoted as saying, yes, war to the death against slavery. We have been mobbed out of the city of Utica and we are going to Peterborough to hold a convention. Come, put on a clean shirt and come along with us. We've begun the grandest revolution the world has ever seen. And if we do not die, we mean to see that revolution is accomplished and our land free from the tread and fetter of the slave. That's a great quote. Um, it is. And, uh, you know, again, that idea that was in Madison County is really important to our identity. We've always been kind of a, a rebellious a little bit, yes. and uh, that plays into who we are today. And we like to highlight that history for lots of reasons, mostly to educate, but also because it gives us an opportunity to... Um, Find ways to promote our community.
0: So, when is that walk held? During what part of the year?
1: So, uh, the actual event took place in late October in 1835. So, we try and do it around then. Um, this year, the National Abolition Hall of Fame and Museum actually has an induction ceremony. They'll be inducting new members into the Hall of Fame. Oh. That's also located in Peterborough. So, they're they're having that date, and they don't think right now they want to have it the same weekend. That's a lot to have. In one that is weekend. a lot one weekend um so we haven't formalized the date yet but it'll be mid to late october most likely um and you know fingers crossed last year it rained a lot uh <laughs> so I've, I've been fortunate enough to be able to do it both years the first year the weather was wonderful the second year it was okay going up coming home it poured uh <laughs> so a lot of folks we do have a bus um f- for folks if they want to get on a lot of folks took advantage of that and, and justifiably so but i felt it was important to uh to try and honor that homage and get really really wet it was misting that day it was actually raining so the weather actually did kind of correspond to what was (laughs) happening uh just would be nicer if we had better
0: it was nice of you to keep it historically accurate (laughs) uh so once we know that date we'll make sure everybody knows about it as well uh and I wanted to also, I mean, you briefly mentioned, but that, um, the National Abolition Museum in Peterborough, yeah. and, you know, if people are f- want to find out more information, that's a great place and a great resource locally that people can find out more.
1: It is. You can visit garretsmith.org, uh, is the website, uh, for, uh, the Garrett Smith Estate National Historic Landmark, uh, the National Abolition Hall of Fame are kind of tied together, but not completely. Uh, you can visit, I believe it's National Hall of Fame Museum, uh, dot com, And then if you want to learn more just about the Abolition Road event, it's actually got its own website called abolitionroad.org. Again, really fun event. You get a T-shirt out of it. Um, there is a cost to it that helps us cover the insurance and stuff like that. But uh, it's it's a wonderful event, and you get to learn a lot of history as you walk along and get to meet um Last year, when we were walking back, I walked with a gentleman from Queens who drove up both years so far and had a conversation with him, and he just felt it was important that he took part in this. So that's, that's great. Yeah, it, it it's a really. Um, fun event um and 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 i would encourage anyone that wants to to join us and and like sam said we'll talk about it more come fall when we have some dates and and the signups are open
0: and if you are interested in learning more about some of the individuals uh you know who either took part of that abolition movement were you know former slaves and came and moved here um and had a big impact on our history and you know u.s history and uh, you can go to Matt's Facebook page, the H- Madison County Historian Facebook page, and Matt will be highlighting all month long some of those individuals, including some presidents, because it's President's. Yes, yeah, we will. <laughs> we,
1: we do some presidential uh, history on Presidents' Day.
0: And um, I wanted to touch on this just because it, you know, it came to light earlier this week. I'm my time is all the, um, Georgetown Inn in Georgetown. You know, it's a historical building. It's a historical site. It's a great restaurant. They said, oh, sorry, it was earlier last week. And they said they were closing their doors, you know, and you've, you've spoke there before you've done history where you eat there before. Tell us a little bit about the history of that place.
1: Yeah. So, um, uh, in 2022, we got the opportunity to do a history where you eat there. Um, so we actually highlighted the history it's been an inn uh, that grounds has been an inn for over 200 years uh, and the current inn that is there was built somewhere in the 1840s we're not 100 percent sure but it is one of the oldest uh, structures that's more or less functioned as an inn uh, for the entirety of its life um, it has changed hands a lot mm-hmm. um, and more recently um, the people that owned it were gracious enough to let us have uh, the opportunity to walk through it they let us tour the upstairs which are very small rooms that they were able to rent but it was an end um, and it was an inn along route 80 which was uh, that people would stop when you were traveling uh, along and, and played an important role in the development of Georgetown we have photos of it you know back into the 19th century with with different owners um, so we're sad to see it close but we understand that you know uh, the restaurant industry is very hard right now mm-hmm. and we hope that maybe somebody else will take up the the, the the flag and try and find a way to make it profitable. And, and also it's been a weird winter when we talked about how good the one, uh, it's been a weird winter when we talk about how good the weather has been, it's actually been bad. If you have snowmobile, business. yes,
0: and they are a big snowmobile yeah, business. Uh,
1: and that's something that, that they, you know, rely on. I, I just read an article that the North country economy is actually taking a substantial hit right now because of the lack of snowmobiling amongst other outdoor activities.
0: Our fingers are crossed for snow in March.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> so but yeah um it it sounds like they formally closed up i don't think they've done made any announcements since uh the original one which is around january 31st Uh, and the the syracuse.com did a nice little article and uh, made a request and we were able to send them some information that Mm -hmm. they utilized um but you know, uh, if you get the opportunity to, to take a drive and go down to a part of the county, maybe you don't go to, or up to a part of the county, you maybe don't go to. Uh, it's great to go out and support some of those uh, rural area businesses, um, and they they greatly appreciate it.
0: Yes. Uh, so, until next month.
1: Looking forward to it.
0: <laughs> we. Uh, We hope you learned a little bit about the history of Madison County. We'll be talking next month about Women's History Month with Matt. And if you have any questions or if there's a topic that you've heard about and you want to ask about that, please let us know here on the podcast. I'm sure, um, you know, give Matt a little time to research it, except for if you know anything about Matt, you can just say, hey, I've heard about this. And he's like, yes, but this is actually the truth. And he's just got the file base in his brain. So um, until next time, thank you, Matt, for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: And we'll talk then.